Welcome back, everyone. This is 10 Years War, and Season 5 begins right now. It's a hot summer evening. I'm in high school, upstairs in my house, working on a rap song that, in 20 years from that point, you will never, ever hear. My sister and my mom are outside working in the front lawn. Part of me thinks, you should stop working on this hot fire and go help them. And the other part of me thinks, yeah, but if you make this hot fire get on the radio, you can buy everyone a house. Maybe you should keep working on it. I continue working on the rap song. I hear my mom and my sister talking and laughing. Suddenly, it gets quiet. I mean, pin drop quiet. I look towards the blinds from upstairs to see what's happening outside. I don't see it, but I hear it. A loud, aggressive, buzzing, hissing sound. I don't see it, but I hear it. My sister screaming bloody murder. I don't see it, but I hear it. My mom laughing hysterically. I don't see it, but I hear it. My sister still screaming and running off into the distance. I didn't go downstairs. I didn't go see to check what was going on. I was afraid. My sister is a strong woman. She's a tough cookie. And whatever had her terrified in such a way that made her scream that way, I wanted no part of it. I mean, what could make her scream and my mom laugh at the same time? I didn't see it, but I heard it. My whole life, y'all, I've heard of cicadas, but I didn't understand them. I never saw them, but I always heard them. Were they locusts or were they angry crickets or were they rogue grasshoppers? On a, what, what, what were they? I had no clue. When I got older, I started to notice their shells. They break out of, have you seen them? They break out of these things. They arise from out of the ground as if some sort of winged zombie creature reanimated from the cemetery. They have these crusty, dusty, cold, brown husk exoskeleton shells. They are hideous. And I said, oh my gosh, if that's the shell, what does it look like in real life? No wonder my sister feared for her life. Most of my life, I never saw them. I only heard them. Now, the summer of 2020, I got to know them very well. This was the big 17-year cycle revival swarm that was being born. They had been in the ground burrowing for 17 years in 2020. Here they go. The swarm invaded every tree, branch, bush, mailbox in my neighborhood. And I noticed them even more because I went walking twice a day, usually about six to eight miles, and I'm just walking three miles in the morning, three miles, three miles in the afternoon, and I'm just surrounded by cicada. I start to notice them more. And I, I was afraid of them too. Falling out, they fall out of the tree for no reason, <laughs> appearing to be dead on the side of the street, and when you got closer to them, they make this ominous hissing sound. <laughs> I'm running around. <laughs> they chase you or they fly off into another tree. I heard them and now I saw them. I killed a few of them. The ASMR of crushing a living cicada. Man, it flooded me with courage. 
The very first kill, at the very first time I stepped on a living cicada, it filled me with this just triumphant feeling. That crackling smush was for every cicada that ever chased me or stopped me from opening the front storm door of our house because I was gripped with fear. And it was, if there were two or three or more of them, I just, I couldn't do it. Yeah, this is for you. <laughs> Let your ancestors know I'm back. <laughs> And here we are now, in the present, late summer 2022, and I still think about that summer of 2020 and that summer in high school with my sister and my mom. What was I really afraid of, y'all? And here we are, in the post-Me Too, post-cancel culture, post-outrage, current division, and we're on the precipice of a social media election campaign right knocking on our door. Here it comes, Here, November is on its way. When you look at social media, when you watch the news, when you listen to some of your members of your own family or your teachers or those street preachers, there's all this noise. Even when you can't see who is saying it, you hear them saying it. Misinformation from influencers, half-truths, deep fakes, whispers and rumors. You don't always see who is saying it, but you hear it buzzing, hissing. Welcome, everyone, to all of our listeners, to Cicada Culture. We say, well, wait, what is Cicada Culture? There are all these similarities to the Cicada lifestyle and what we experience in our culture. Okay, my bro went walking one day and was freaked out. He said as he passed by the trees on this trail, he'd hear this hissing following him. All the sounds coming from around. <laughs> That's my, that's my cicada impersonation. That's how they sound to me. <laughs> he sent me a video and said, yeah, those are cicadas. He didn't even know what they were, but he knew that the sound, the effect was unnerving. I wonder if the culture we live in today is the same way. The hissing, the buzzing, that is the culture. You can't always see it, but it has a profound effect on you. And as soon as you turn on your phone, boom, here comes the attack of the hissing culture. Something, someone to stir you up. Something, someone to cause fear. Uncertainty. Someone said this. Someone did that. This happened. There's all this hissing. Your social media is swarming with cicada, comparison, catastrophe, confusion, collision, chaos, crisis, counsel, cruelty, charismatic conniving. I mean, wait, don't you see it? Maybe you don't see it, but you hear it. Fun fact, the cicadas, they come back in a swarm about every 17 years. Now that's close to what we would consider a generation. Every generation has a culture swarm that they have to deal with. I think about my millennial friends, Gen Y, 9-11, the housing crisis, movie theater shootings, bombings, school shootings, stabbings, movies about stabbing. I mean, won't that make you scream? One, two, three, and four, five, right? Trafficking, sex trafficking, vaccinations, monkeypox, chickenpox, bird flu, Birdman, Lil Wayne, stimulus and simpletons and the Simpsons. Not everything on the network is news. Some of it is just noise. I mean, some of it's just noiseworthy. And here we go again. Fun fact. The cicadas have no power. They look menacing. They can chirp and hiss, but they have no teeth. This is real. Look it up. Cicadas have no power. 
They look menacing, I'll say it again, they can chirp and hiss and fly, but they have no teeth. They don't bite or have stingers or venom. This is true. Now they do have a little sucker for drinking locusts from the tree, but imagine that, I was running from a sucker and some of us are scared of suckers. <laughs> you scared of these ugly mother, shut your mouth. I'm just talking about cicadas, baby. <laughs> what you're afraid of has no bite. It just makes noise. It makes a lot of noise, but it has no bite. The rumors, the accusations, the comments on social media, the opinions of others, the doubt inside your own mind, they are only noise. The hating is only hissing. Ooh. Come on, come on, come right here. Write that down. The hating is only hissing. <laughs> Whether they are noisy or nosy, the sound is never more powerful than you, literally. Literally, take that literally. The sound is never more powerful than you. Now, sometimes the swarm is external. There's people judging you. You're not good enough. There's comparison. There's fear. Sometimes, though, the cicada swarm is internal. Am I good enough? What if it doesn't work out? What if they call me a fraud? What if I make it, but I can't keep it going? What if they find out about my past? What if, what if this holds me back? The swarm is loud. The swarm is noisy. The swarm is continually hissing, but the swarm has no power. And this is crucial for you to realize, whatever's going on in your life, whatever you're paying attention to, the swarm of the cicada culture in our society is loud when it hisses, but the loud noise is not stronger than you. Hmm. You gotta realize that. Doubt is loud. Come on, come, come right here, come sit at this table with me. Doubt is loud, but it has no actual power. I remember walking past a cicada and it hissed at me and flew off. Now, my body froze. My body froze, I was paralyzed. But cicadas, they're not sub-zero for Mortal Kombat. They don't have the ability to freeze you when they press down, forward, low punch. <laughs> and you think it's a game. They don't have that kind of power. Oh, I, I, this, this isn't in my notes. I wonder what kind of hissing sounds are paralyzing your purpose. That's free. That's free. <laughs> that is free. <laughs> are the sounds of the culture, are they paralyzing my purpose? Frozen. I guess you gotta let it go. Wait, okay, sorry, 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 sorry. I did that to myself. That's the scary part. We respond to the culture, we respond to the hissing, we respond to the doubt, come on, we respond to the anxiety, but that thing, in fact, has no real power. Yes, the hissing is foreboding. How many times have we scrolled or stumbled upon a video or some, some spiritual or economical ranting, sweeping cultural division, and you feel and you respond, but it cannot make you? Cicada culture is just noise. Yeah, the noise is shocking, or grotesque, or unnerving, or jolting, or fear-inducing, but how do you respond to the noise? Here we go. The good news is louder doesn't mean stronger. 
Come on. Did you hear what I just said? Louder does not mean stronger. Come on. Wherever you are, whoever you are, louder, louder does not mean stronger. And the hissing, hitting things in your life might try to outshout you, but they can never overpower you. Ooh, come. Oh! Did you hear what I just said? The loud, hissing, hidden things may try to outshout you, but they can never overpower you. I'll prove it to you. A toddler can probably outscream you and outwhine you and outcry you. Some of these kids, I've seen some of these toddlers just go for hours. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> they just take it up a notch. But it is physically impossible for you for their shouting to overpower your strength. Because you could literally, don't do this, you could literally pick up a toddler and throw it across the room. <laughs> You see what I'm talking about, baby? <laughs> I don't advise you to do that, but it's possible. It's literally impossible for that baby to overpower you. Hmm. Maybe you didn't realize how strong you are in your situation because you're confusing sound with strength. Ooh, okay. I, I needed this episode. <laughs> I needed this for me. Even if y'all, this, this might've just been for me. Maybe you don't know how strong you are because you're confusing because of your condition. You're coming to the conclusion that sound is more powerful than strength. Mm, 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 mm. And those are not the same things. Those are not the same things. This is gonna be a great series. We're starting off season five and I'm excited for you for the, to understand more about the cicada culture. Today, I just want you to acknowledge that the sound is loud, the sound can be hitting and hissing, but it is not stronger than you. It does not have more power than your purpose. Why are you paralyzed? <laughs> it does not have more power than your purpose. Why are you paralyzed? Oh, this is gonna be a good season. Welcome, I missed y'all, I missed y'all, but I gotta leave you, I gotta leave you with just two quick things here. Two quick things. The first is, what do you hear? What do you hear? Write that down. What do you hear? When you hear the cicadas, what do you actually hear? I used to hear this just foreboding, just cringy, scary. I could, I could see the trees, but they're whispering and stinging, singing and, ah, and hissing, but I couldn't see them. And it was just unnerving to me. Their sound, their singing was scary. That's because that's what I heard. But now that I know more about cicadas, I hear it differently. I'm hearing the same thing, but now there's a different outcome. What do you hear? And maybe you're not hearing the hissing and noise for what it really is. This summer, I had a student, let's go to real life. This summer, I had a student and the student would, would say wild things in class. Well, I don't care because nobody cares about me. I don't, no, I don't care. I don't, I don't need nobody. I, don't nobody matter to me. I don't need anyone. This, I, don't, I could do this all by myself. I'd do anything. I, I could, and it just every day, noise. But now that I've been teaching long enough, I have the discernment enough to hear it differently. Come on. That was the sound he made, but what I actually heard was a young man broken, who lost faith in people and sometimes in himself because he had been let down and let go and left to fend for himself. This was not a battle cry of independence, it was a cry out for assistance. <laughs> you just got you just got to hear it differently. Some of these people when they they, they you got to hear it differently. 
You gotta hear that noise for what it really is. Come on. He's broken and hurt. But I had to hear it for what it really was. He really needed a mentor. He really needed somebody to say, hey, I do care about you. And I know people have wrong, done you wrong and all this and that, but there are some people out there that do care for you. Because we could hear it for what it really is. In your life, what are those sounds? What's the doubt? What is the doubt telling you? The doubt is making noise. The insecurity is making noise. I know what it's saying, but what do you hear? What do you hear? It says, I'm not good enough. What do you hear? Oh man, I must be good enough because my doubt is trying to keep me from good things. Has your, wait, 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 wait. Okay, this is in my notes. Has your fear or anxiety or doubt actually ever really kept you from a bad thing or does it keep you from good things? Because in my speech class, they'll have the doubt, they start with the doubt, but when they get on the other side of the doubt, when they get on the other side of the fear, they see that they can do it and they have this renewed confidence and say, oh my gosh, I wish I would have been doing this sooner. Oh, because your fear, your anxiety, your doubt is a liar. It's not trying to stop you from good things. Come on. It's stopping you from great things. It's trying to stop you because the, it festers in your loneliness. It festers in your isolation and sadness. That's how anxiety, anxiety will pump up through there, which means it's not trying to keep you from something bad. If you had, if, if somebody asked you <laughs> to run in the middle of the street, that's something bad. That is a bad idea. Someone said, hey, walk on these nails. That is a bad idea. But wait, hold on. I've seen people walk on nails and that was encouraging to me. If they could walk on nails, what, what's my problem from stopping me from my goals? But I digress. I wonder if it's trying to stop you from something great. You, if there was a bottle of bleach, maybe you're doubt my. <laughs> I doubt it actually. If you were trying to drink bleach, there might be something saying, "Hey, probably shouldn't do that." That's a bad thing. But you can have to ask yourself when my doubt is saying, "Hey, don't apply for that job because it won't work out." Okay, hold on. What if it does? Now my doubt is stopping me from a great thing. What do you hear? Okay. Okay, okay. Number two, number two. How do you respond to the noise? When you hear it for what it really is, how do you respond instead of react? Ooh, okay, write that down. I've gotta start responding rather than reacting. Mm. Now that I know, me, James, now that I know about cicadas being powerless, I don't have to react in fear. I can't tell you how many how many roaches I've killed. I see. I used to. I remember. I remember when I was younger, and it was at my grandmother's house in Waco, and they left us. They left me and my sister one day. Finally, we were old enough to be by ourselves, and I don't know what was happening. It might have been the rain, but the, instead of just one roach, I kid y'all not, there must have been five or six, seven roaches on this wall coming from outside. The house was clean. This is not a dirty house. This is a really nice house they had. But if you've ever been to Waco or if you've ever been to Houston, <laughs> you know you you know how it goes. And they just they just started coming from everywhere and I remember just freaking out because because I thought of roaches as invincible <laughs> because they have super speed, they have invisibility, they have invincibility, they can fly, <laughs> they can do all these things. 
but they can't do what I can do. And as an eight-year-old, I didn't understand that, but now that I'm 38, I'm feeling really special. Wait, because when you're 38, you feel special? Listen, all I'm trying to tell you is that now, because of my maturity, I know that I am more powerful than those roach, one roach, seven roaches. I can outpower them all. And it used to cause me all this fear. And I'm just trying to inspire you when you know what you were afraid of, when you realize and break it down for what it actually is, you'll see that you are more powerful than it. That's all I'm saying. How do you react? No, sorry. How do you respond? How do you respond? Now that I know that they are powerless, I don't have to react in fear. Now that I know that some of these social media people that just want attention to stir up fear for political gain or for money, now that I know that some of my students are just scared and they just need someone to listen and understand, I don't have to react, I get to respond. And this season, what will you do with what you hear? And will you respond in love? <laughs>